Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great show for you today. We got Native Wells coming on. And usually we say a little bit of a bio, but because we're going to get deep into a story, I don't think we kind of need to talk about the bio because we wouldn't do it justice oh, whatsoever. No. I, I mean, you, you'll see what I mean as we start talking to him. I mean, he's got a story that is just crazy and you definitely see that god's there so native wells welcome to the show yes welcome. Right, thank you thanks for having me i appreciate it <laughs> so how are you doing today i'm doing good i'm doing good it's just uh you know just maintaining every day working you know it's an everyday grind especially you know i know you guys know about that you know grinding mm -hmm. every day and uh, yes. you know just get you know getting everything situ situated with you know as far as music and you know this you know my uh you know my new my new show that we that we're in pre-production in called red ties so we just you oh, know wow. try to get yeah. everything situated so um we're in a tough time right now with entertainment because mm -hmm. of covid so how has covid affected you and what have you done to kind of maneuver through this crazy new maze we have man well it definitely affected me and it affected me and the family it's um you know so and it, and, it, and it definitely affected the you know the movement as far as music and touring and things like that since covid i haven't done i haven't i really haven't done any touring or anything like that you know i haven't even done any promotions or or nothing so it definitely affected us in a major way it's um you know so but what i've been doing i said you know what let me focus on you know, let me focus on, you know, our series, um, you know, you know, as far as Red Tide and focus more on the family and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. You know, I always try to stay busy. I try to stay busy. It's, um, you know, because that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps my wife going, my family going, yeah. you know, for us to keep, you know what I mean? So it's just, um, you know, it's COVID, this, this COVID, this whole thing, it sucks. It, it really yeah. do. It, it sucks. <laughs> You know For us, I mean? it kind of enhanced our show because, you know, we launched January of 2020. We did. Oh, okay. A couple months before, before COVID. Had no idea what was about to happen. Right. And, you know, we was reaching out to different people and all that. And then our original plan was to do 100 interviews our first year. And we thought if we could do that. Oh, yeah. We were like, that'd be a lot of interviews. And we thought that was pushing it, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. We wow. thought 100 interviews yeah. would be rough for some for a couple mm -hmm. that's never really done this before. Right. And then COVID happens. And I told Sandy, as I watched the entertainment industry shut down, I was like, you right. know, these, these artists and, mm -hmm. and stuff and people in entertainment, are gonna, they're going to need a place to talk. And this could be our time to shine. In fact, artists that are bigger that normally wouldn't come on a brand new show might right, actually right. say yes to us. Right. And because right. of that, we just went full force. I reached out to everybody last year. And because of that, we did over 300 interviews. And we've had people like, you know, Randy Travis on, mm -hmm. Sarah Evans. Um, mm. The other day, last week, we actually had um, the actress that played um, Sheila Carter on Young and the Restless. Wow. And if, and if you know anything about Young and the Restless, she was like the most evil oh, person yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. And we had her on the show. So, wow. again... COVID kind of exploded the show because, and the great thing is now as we're coming out of COVID, look, we hope, looks like. We hope so. That we're on the other side of it, that now our show has kind of built that platform so now we can go to that next level now. Right, right, right. Absolutely. And that's great for you guys. That's a uh... You know, there's a, it's a lot of shows, you know, that's like podcasts and things like that. That's really been coming up because of COVID. 
and it's, mm-hmm. and it's really been it's really been great for you know for us as far as entertainers it's um you know but having that platform to you know to speak and to you know to let us know what was to let people know what's going on and you know because it's been tough for a lot of artists and and for a lot of entertainers mm-hmm. and it's um you know so it's i mean you know a lot of chaos been going on and you know a lot in a lot of different states and uh, you know i'm just, i've been fortunate to to be in the state of florida where it hasn't been too bad yeah. And see, we're in Georgia, so it's same yeah. as here. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So it hasn't <laughs> been too bad, but it's, it's still, like, far as, you know, the West Coast tour was canceled. The the show, you know, the shows down in New York was canceled. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, so it sucks because when your shows get canceled, that's, you know, you know, then your money get canceled. So it's like, yeah. right. you know, yeah. what am I going to do? And, um, you know, so it's really been, so it, it really helped me. And it, and it motivated me to be more, to be more of an entrepreneur. And, uh, and, you know, so that's one thing I can say about COVID. It made me more of an entrepreneur and um, it, it made me open up a little bit as far as, um, you know, different venues and, and understanding mm-hmm. the business side of the music and understanding the business side of the entertainment. That's what, you know, so it made it, it made it real, it made it re- really easy for me and to understand that, you know, music is not the only way you know, it's not the only venture that I can, you know, that I can, you know, make capital from. So, it, it, so it's it hasn't been too bad, but but it it does sucks. Yeah, one of one of our listeners, they just said they swooped you up and gonna give you a listen. <laughs> I appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> <clears throat> but, so now let's get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Uh, um, the part that turns me on a little bit is this per- people's story because we you know, love hearing the story. If there was right. any case where someone shouldn't have made it it's you right i know right. your story and um so it's let's let's start with the childhood because that's really where you begin where it all began right, so tell right. us a little bit about the struggles that you went through through your childhood well you know it's it's you know similar to everybody else um you know my you know my mom passed when i was young you know my dad my, my dad was a big he, he was a big time he was, he was in the streets he was you know, he was very, very well known in the streets. And, um, you know, it was, you know, in prison at the time. And, and um, you know, it's, it's just been, you know, so while he was in prison, my mom died. And, you know, two of my brothers was in foster care. And I was bouncing around from house to house and things wow. like that. So it's, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's been, the childhood has been tough. And, you know, my, my dad's, you know, when my dad was out, he's always showed tough love. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cause that's the only way, I think that's the only way a dad can show love it's more yeah. tough love be tough yeah. and things like that so and um you know it, it is just like you know it's you know growing up in the projects you know in new york so it's it's always you're always going to have a tough time you know you know you gotta you know you see they see the be they see the you know uh, on a more logical phrase kill or be killed you gotta survive and things mm-hmm. of that nature you know what i mean yeah so mm-hmm. it's and it's not always and it's not always the way to go um, yeah. you know, I was following. I was following that. I was following that crowd for for a while. And now, uh, but one thing about me is that I always play football. You know, I, I was a ball player. Yeah. Um, I love yeah. playing ball. You know, I looked up to my brother. He, he who played ball at Syracuse University. Um, you know, he's a legend back home. So it's oh. you know. Yeah. So I always I had my brother to look up to, and um, you know, you had that dream. I had that dream and I wanted that dream. Uh, you know, I felt like I was always good enough. I was always, you know, I was a running back in high school. So, and no matter what, no matter what happened, even when I was out there running the streets and doing what I was doing, 
I was still I was still make sure that I, I made my grades and I was, you know, that oh, I was wow. in high, I was playing ball. And, you know, because football was my way out. Football was my way out of getting out of the poverty, getting out of the ghetto. And that's what I wanted. I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to be in the ghetto anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. I wanted to I wanted to explore and I wanted something different. And, um, you know, and it was tough. It was tough. I, you know, I didn't have I didn't ha- I didn't have everything that a lot of the kids had and things like that. I had to go get it on my own. So you sometimes know, that's brother, better. Right. Because because it, it yeah, it, it matures you a lot. You know what I mean? It matures you a lot. And, um, you know, and, you know, then as far as growing up, me and my dad, we just really we never got along. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We never got mm-hmm. along. So I left I left home when I was 14, 15. I started living <laughs> in, the, in, the, in my friend's attic. And, uh, you know, so, you know, they took me in. They was like my second family. And, you know, from there, I tried to do I tried to do the right things. I was, you know, I was still doing, yeah. you know, I was still doing some some things that I shouldn't have been doing. But, you know, I was a kid, you know, I was a kid. And, um, you know, but the things that I've done, I, I tried to teach that to other kids. And, um, yeah. and, and I try mm-hmm. to let them know, like, hey, you know, I've been down that road. I've been down that path. You know what I mean? It's really ain't nothing down yeah. there. So. And um, and from there, it's always it's always something good to, you know, to try to teach, try to teach these kids something. And, you know, because I don't know everything, you know, I'm still learning as I go. Yeah. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still learning life. I'm still learning how to mature and things like that. Even with my kids, I let them know, hey, hey you know, go ask your mom because I don't know everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> but, you know, but I try to do the right thing, you know, you know, but my childhood has been tough. But I think it taught I think it it taught me to to survive and to understand life and what happens and what goes on, you know, around it. You know what I mean? Because, you know, in this day and time, you know, you watch social media and everybody wants everything just handed to them. You right. So someone like you who's never had handed to them, all of a sudden, you know, you're growing and this is that, you know, you, you actually don't take what you do get for granted. Right, exactly. And a lot of times when people have everything handed to them, you know, as they get, and I was one of them people that kind of had a lot, and my, my dad wasn't rich. I mean, we were middle class, lower middle class, but they always tried to provide everything for me. But I mean, I remember times where I had lawns to do and I'd pretend to get sick and he would go cut them and I'd get the money. Well, right. I learned really quick how to manipulate situations like that. Right, um, right. Growing up. And then it merged into other things and then eventually addictions. And next thing I know, I'm 19 years into addictions. Until, wow. You know, and, 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 you know, and when I look back, sometimes I look back at the little small decisions that I made, like in, as when I was little and realize, right. whoa, they're all connected. It kind of led me this path. And then now I've been sober now 13 years, thank God. You know, wow, congratulations. And, and, and she was a godsend <laughs> because God sent her into my life because the first five years of our marriage was hectic for her. But, you right. know, we came through it. We're stronger than ever. Now we got two kids, a nine-year-old and a, and a two-year-old. But all that built me into this person that I had to overcome a lot more than you probably did because you went, I went through as an adult probably things you went through as a child. Right. Right. It's, you know, it's, and, and, and I think you can say something like that, you know, see, when, when my mom died, you know, you know, I don't speak about it too much. You know, my mm-hmm. mom, my mom was, you know, she was a drug addict. So it was, so it was always tough and, and to, and to be, to see my mom like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was the one taking care of my mom when she was, you know, when she was sick, 
you know what I mean? Giving her pills, you know, going to the store, wow. you, you know, yeah. things like that. And as a child, you, you, you don't need to be going something through that, no. you know, no. because that's because it, it can it can be it can be, you know, it can, like it can be hard on you. You know what I mean? Yes, you absolutely. know, you know, taking care of your mom at the age of seven and eight years old, you know, cooking, cooking breakfast yeah. and you know yeah. what I mean? And it's, you know, yeah. not really, not really having a childhood. And, um, you know, so, my, you know, my mom died of cancer. So that's why I always get, I always, you know, talk to kids. If I see somebody or one of my guys screaming at their mother, I'll be like, listen, no, don't, don't do that in front of me because I don't really, I don't, I don't like that, man. You know, you got All a mom. Right. Be thankful that you have a mom. Yeah. You know, yes. you know yes. they, Ain't nothing like having a mom. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's and so true. May, you know, and maybe I say that because mine <laughs> passed away when I at a young age. And mm-hmm. I really never had that motherly love kind of thing. You know what I, I mean? But it was, but you know, ain't nothing, ain't nothing like a mom. You know, a dad is always just gonna be tough on you, like no matter what. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, you know, it, but but I try to not instill that into my son. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I don't worry about it. I try to uh, you know, my son, he comes to me. He get he he gets mad at me like when I don't give him a hug and say I love you when he's off to school. I'm like I'm like man, my bad, bro. I, okay, I love you too, man. Like, you know what I mean? You're still and, learning, uh, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And it's and and that's the thing, man. Like I I've been through so many hardships in my life. It's um, you know, far, being homeless, you know, living on a beach, sleep, taking showers on the beach, and, and you know, in and out of hospitals, sneaking in the hospitals, and you know, just to be warm and things like that. With, with your family, people don't really understand the sacrifice that you take and that you have to go through for this business. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. think it's just peaches and cream, and it's like when they see you on top and they see the glory and the glamour, but they don't—they never see. The sacrifices and the, you know, and the and the wills and in the, the drive and the What's ambition. What's funny is you're actually leading right into my next part because, yes. I, you know, because <laughs> I always, you know, Time. as you know, a lot of people they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton of a right, right, Carrie of a Miranda and all them and all the other artists, actors, all that, mm-hmm. but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles. That takes not just to get to their level, but even a career level in entertainment. I've got a quick story that I want to show where I want to guide this. But in 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls. And at that time, she was full time with music. And I remember asking her what advice she'd give an up and coming artist. I'll never forget what she told me. I think this is exactly what you were just saying. She said, if you can see yourself doing something else, go do that and just keep this as a hobby. She goes, because the moment you want it to be a career, everything has to change. She goes, you you no longer own your own life. Everybody owns a piece of it. Your friends and relatives never understand because they invite you to weddings, the cookouts, the holidays, the weekends. But when you're in that beginning stages of your career, you're in that special grind mode. And that right. grind mode, you have to say no to anything that's not music related and yes to any anything that is, even if it don't look like it can help. She goes, right. then then your family has a sacrifice. They have to be willing to share you with the world, even though they may not like it, but they have to be willing right. to. Then on t- but then she added, but if you cannot see yourself doing anything else, then go all in. Because the only way that those kind of sacrifices can ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And I think you were leading this way with what you're saying. Oh, it's uh, you know, you you de- well, it's definitely a sacrifice, and and uh, and I think what she was, I think what she's going to be saying is, if you don't have the ambition or the drive 
to do this business, it, it, it will suck you up. You oh, know what yes. I mean? Yes. It will suck you up. It's um it it almost it almost sucked me up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was I was just I was so focused on my career. You know, I was I was taking money, I was, you know, taking money from the family, things like and it was mm-hmm. just it was the sacrifice and I'm and I kept telling myself, you know, what well, this is what we gotta do. This is the sacrifice and this and I it was it, 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 it man, it was terrible. It was terrible because I wanted because I wanted it so bad, you know what I mean. I wanted mm-hmm. it so bad. Nobody was going to stop me. I wanted to prove a lot of people wrong and things like that. And you know, be and because the main thing that hurts is when you have no support, mm-hmm. especially from your family. You yeah. always look to your family mm-hmm. to support you, and when they don't understand or see the vision that you see, you like, what is going on? Why don't why don't why they why don't they believe in me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the fact that they don't believe, they just don't see the vision. You know, yep. and, it's, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, you can't no, get mad get at that. that. Exactly. Right. You know, they got their own life going on. <clears throat> and um, and that's the thing. You cannot focus on other people. You mm. know what I mean? Not even your family. And because the moment you do that, now you and the family is going to strain apart. Y'all not going to be talking. Y'all going to be arguing with each other. And then, oh, you, you didn't do this. You didn't believe in me and this. And it's, it's you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, that's it's what, like I've got friends and relatives that's known me for years, and they can't even share the show with people. And I'm just sitting there like, you know, I'm not asking for money or just, right, yeah, right. you know, great. if you can just share. I mean, share. the shares is what will eventually get us more known exactly. so that we can make the money, which will be this from the sponsor side. Exactly. <laughs> and, it's, and so I get what you're saying because right. all my life, I, to be honest, I felt like an outcast and because I always made the wrong decisions. I always, right. I was all, you know, with the 19 years of addiction, I've always felt like that outcast, even as a Christian, be honest with you, because we have different beliefs. You know, we, we live a 24 seven marriage and you would, and we homeschool, and we homeschool our, little our little one. one. And you would think the Christian community would love us for that. But we have found that when it comes to our marriage, Oh, that's too much. You're, y'all are unhealthy. Y'all are, the, and we've been this way for 18 years now. Uh, and it's like after the pandemic, and we were doing all this before the pandemic. And they all had to live our life, and, yeah. and, and it's just like we've always been that outcast. And right, right. Oh, and for once in our life, in a way, we've got a crazy show that we bring on amazing people, and we get this oh, we talk with this. these people. And now all of a sudden, we got people private messaging us saying, "How are you doing that?" How is that happening? And yes. I can only point to God, you know, because, yeah, it, right. you know, when we look us. at what's happened with the show and bringing people like you on, it's definitely been all God because we're just normal people we're doing something extraordinary. Right, to get right. To do this we day. feel like we get to do this. Yeah. Right. And, it's, and it feels good, doesn't it? It, uh, does. it feels good. It feels good because it's, you know, it's when you do something positive, right, and you know it's positive, but... Right. You're still gonna have those people not understanding what you're doing. You like, what is it like? You don't understand what I'm doing, but it's it's like it's plain as day. It's right in your face, and mm-hmm. um, and, and that was the thing. That was the thing with me. You know, doing music, I was always, I was always, I was always doing something to help my, either my family, my friends, or anything like that. Anything like anything that comes into mind, far up, like like for instance. When I met when I met Paula, right? Mm-hmm. I, I had oh, a, yeah. You know, I had an artist, and um, you know, and you know, he was an artist, and um, you know, it, I was I believed in him, and I'm like, hey, 
listen, you know, a friend of mine put me on the parlor, and you know, she didn't know me. She didn't know She's me at great. the time. You know great. what I mean? I, I love, I love Paula, and she <laughs> didn't know me at the time, right? So and she don't so hold we, back either. Oh, <laughs> 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 and, and it's crazy because I had, I had, I had a meeting at my house, right, with, uh, with some realtors mm. about investing, right. So I'm like, now, after the meeting, I, I call up, I call up the friend that introduced me to Paul. I'm like, listen, this is going to happen. This is what they said. You know, we just got to get this together. Boom, boom. You know, so he calls Paul. He said, hey, this is what's going on. So I'm like, okay, well, let's do it. So I'm calling the, I'm calling. And, and the one realtor is a good friend of mine. I've known him for like four years. So now I'm calling. I'm calling. They, they're not picking up. They're not picking up. So I'm calling. I'm calling. They're not picking up. So. Two days go by. I'm like, man, what's going on, man? Like you told me, you know, once I get everything situated to call you, you'll be, I know, man, but you know, I got this going on. So I'm like, wow, you know, you know, I don't already told these people that, you know, that you guys were going to invest. Let's, you know, so wow. it just make it makes you look bad. You know what I mean? So I don't get excited no more. You, you know what I mean? Because then it made me look bad towards Paula, and you know, Paula, <laughs> you know, Paula, she's like, oh, he, he's he's not, he's ain't nothing. That he's not gonna do. I'm, I'm like, listen, you know, I know you don't know me, but for one thing, I don't lie. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. I said, you know what? I apologize. That's my fault. I was a little excited. They they told me one thing and, you know, yeah. and that's the way this business is. And, yeah. and, I, and, and I had to learn that. And I had to learn that. And, you know, so I made it my duty to show Paula, like, no, I'm going to show you how I, you know, how I work. I'm going to show, show you, you know, how hard I work my drive and things like that. And, you know, she sees it, you know what I mean? She sees it. So it's, you know, it, and that's one of the things about this business. You cannot go by their word. You cannot. Yeah. I learned that. We, well, we even learned that, that with our show is, you know, so many times we've had people say, yeah, they'll come on the show. But they don't confirm. And, and never show. I mean, we, we actually got ghosted in the one middle time. of a show one time. <laughs> one time. But we were halfway through the show and then they just left. Now, and granted, artists, some people. I can't say the name because people would know who she, yeah. this person is. <laughs> right. But, but the crazy thing, this is back when we did audio only. So, of yeah. course, if it had been video, it'd probably been different. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but, it, it was, but it was crazy. And we sort of had a little commercial break, and we were like, "And we'll be right back after and the break." And no, she wasn't there no more. <laughs> and it was, and it was crazy. And right. then we had, um, <laughs> and then we had people that wear. Oh, yeah, well, I'll come on some of the bigger artists. We've had a few of those. And I make the announcement. Uh-huh. They're coming and in. And things change. So I've yeah. learned until it's booked, don't make the announcement. <laughs> don't make the announcement. And that's what and that's what happens, man. Sometimes it's just, you know, it's, you know, it's, it sucks, man. Because some people don't, they look at your business like, oh. Uh, it's okay. No, but it's not okay. This is my business. This is what, you know, this is what's going to generate income. And, you know, but some people don't understand that, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, and I toured a lot, you know, and I've been through that a lot and it's, and it sucks, man. Cause it makes you look bad. You like, you know what? I'm not even going to say anything no more. I'm going to wait. You know what I mean? I'm going to wait. Yes. So nothing really gets me excited. You know what I mean? But, but it's, it's good. It's good. And, you know, I don't mind it. I, you know, I live past that. And, um, you know, so, I'm, I I can I consider myself very humble, you know, laid back, um, you know, very genuine. I'm always helping people, and um, you know, and I don't mind helping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I love helping people. You know, whether you're a stranger, whether you're a family, it's um, you know, it's just something that I feel 
that if you know I don't I don't want anything back. I don't want anything from it. But it's just a good yeah. deed that I feel that I that I do from the heart, and you know what I mean. And and that's what's and that's yeah. what you know that what makes me feel good. So let's shift gears a little bit. Let's go to your pro career. I mean, I know it was short lived, but tell us about that moment of how yeah, how yeah. you how you made it, and then how it went away. Because again, that's <laughs> a crazy story. I mean, again, it's like you get there. It's like you're this close. And then, because we we totally understand that we've done so many things where we climb, 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 and we are there, (laughs) and then it gets taken away. So tell us a little bit about that story, right? Well, a lot of people don't even understand. It's um, I left, you know, I left, I left school. uh, You know, coming out of high school, I was, you know, I was rated number three. I was rated number three, um, number three running back in the state uh, Mm -hmm. coming out of New York, and. um, and it was, you know, I was I was heavily recruited, highly recruited, and 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 I verbally committed to University of Florida, and um, mm-hmm. you know, so when I verbally committed, I was I was talking with Coach Dixon, who was the assistant head coach at the time, uh, Dwayne Dixon, and he was like, "Listen, you know, we want you to come here," because he called my house and he said, um, "He said, listen, what is your actual height and weight?" Because <laughs> I'm, <laughs> a, you know, because. You know, you know, on my card is it had me at six foot two twenty five, and I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I said, I'm gonna be honest with you, coach. You know, I'm only five eleven. I said, but I am, but I am two twenty. He said, oh, oh, he said, oh, okay, that's. He said, that's fine. We will get you some Gator meals and stuff like that. Yeah. But I was, I was highly, I was highly recruited coming out of high school, and you know, I got into a little trouble. You know, so I lost a few scholarships. You know, so I had to go to junior college and things like that. So it was. And then I got kicked out because of, you know, drug or alcohol violations and stuff like that. Now, as a kid, I had nobody, you know, I, yeah. you know, yeah. my, my dad was in prison. You know, I, I didn't have anybody. So I was still learning how to grow, you know, as a human being, mm-hmm. you know, as a kid, as a football player. So, you know, so long story short, I go to the pro day. I, I went to, you know, I went goes to my pro day. You know, I do pretty good at the pro day. They saying, hey, you know, you might get picked up in the fifth round. And and I left early. I left my junior year because I had because I had my kid. And um, you know, so I didn't get picked up. I didn't get I didn't get drafted. But like twenty minutes after the twenty minutes after the draft, I get a call from the Redskins. You know, I go. I, you know, I you know I uh you know I go to the Redskins camp. I was there for about two months. You know, they let me go. I'm like, man, what is you know. And then from there, I kind of went through the back door when it came to the Bucks because it was more of the lines like, you know, my agent, he was like, hey, you know, you know, we got a call. You got to go to the bus to a workout. And I'm like, man, I said, OK, you know, so the next day I get on the plane, I do the workout at, you know, Lake, Lake Buena Vista. And um, I can I, I remember clear as day. It was so hot. It was like it was so hot, like 88 degrees, but it was no breeze, no air, mm-hmm. no nothing. You know, wow. so I had to keep drink. You know, I had to keep drinking water after every exercise, after every drill, and it was like, um, you know, and I had Bruce Gorkowski. He was one of he was the backup quarterback for the Bucks. He was throwing me the ball. You're breaking up. Stuff like that. Like that is pretty good. And um, yes. Yeah. You know, so after the workout, we goes back. And um, after the workout, to go back, they called me, you know, to bring me in. So, but, mm-hmm. and I get hurt and, you know, and I get hurt. Wow. So, oh, wow. 
and that was like the the only time I've been hurt was one time and I hurt my shoulder, but I never been hurt after that. And, it's like you, you get know, so close, and yeah, cool from you me. know what I mean. And and I was kind of depressed for a minute. I was kind of depressed for about three weeks, like I was really depressed, and you know, because I didn't know what else to do. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I said, you know what? Let me let me get myself up, man. I was, I said, this ain't me. Let me get myself up. Let me get myself together, you know. And um, you know, my wife was like, you know, babe, you, you be doing music, and that's when I started. You know, that's when wow. I started Power Street Entertainment. And um, gotta love the wife, right? Uh, right. Yeah. Gotta love it. You gotta love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's been, you know, it's been short lived. It's you. It, you get sad because you that's something that you work towards all your life. All your life, you work towards going pro, and then when you get there, boom, you get hurt. It's like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. So it was. So I was depressed. Mm-hmm. Sucks for me, and you know, but that's that's what happens. I'm trying to get in the front where we can get more, you know, better uh, reception. <laughs> but, oh, okay. You know, but other than that, <laughs> but other than that, other than that, I have no, have no ill will towards it. I was I was okay with it, and um, you know, I moved on with my life, and I start, you know, I started doing music, and um, you know, I was always into music, but yeah. mm-hmm. I never took it seriously. And I was wow. actually, you know, and to be honest, I was kind of afraid to be to be in the to be in the limelight. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was behind this. That's why I wanted to be behind the scenes. I wanted to That's be behind funny, the though. scenes. Yeah, if you would have been this big <laughs> pro football star, especially as a running back, you would have been in the limelight. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. And you know what I mean? And um, you know, but you know, I started. I started Power Street Entertainment, and you know, we we've been touring. We 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 went on the Monster Tour, the Powerade Tour, the Vitamin Water Tour. So it was. Uh-huh. So these tours were were great, and it was showing us, and it was showing us. Um, you know, it was, it, it was helping us grow. You know, far as uh, yeah. far as the you know entertainment label, and um, you know, yeah. we we was having fun while doing it. Because remember, I started I started the label. Around when I was like 23, 24 years old, you know oh, what I mean? Wow. Yeah. And um, you know, and I'm 33 now, so it was so it wasn't that bad, you know what I mean? To be where I'm at right now, you know, well, well, you know, because of COVID, but to be where I'm at right now, it was, I I think we did great, even from being even from you know being homeless and things like that. And then that mm-hmm. was one that was one of the things that really that really hit me, and mm-hmm. it was like, wow, this is this is really happening. You this is I mean? real. This yeah. is real. It's. I mean, it was just like, where do we go from here? You know what I mean? You know. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, you know. So, till we grew, we went back home. I went back to New York, and um, I had to regroup. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and it was, you know, and it, and it some was good, but I was, I, I was already maneuvering the way I was maneuvering at back in Florida. So New York just wasn't for me anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It was, you know, it was a lot of, you know, it, to be yeah, honest. Because of COVID, you're probably glad you were in Florida. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. And but but because of that, you know, because of, you know, everything that was going on in New York, the violence, the, you know, the it was just it was just bad. It was just a bad situation. Yeah. And I was and like, not, you know what? Not this... where you'd want to raise a family. Exactly. I said, no, this ain't for me anymore. And, you know, so we so we came back. And I promised my wife, I said, listen, if we move back to Florida, it's going to be different. Trust me. You know what I mean? And, you know, you know, that's what happened. So that's what we tried to, you know, that's what we tried to emulate. You know what I mean? 
So, yeah, and uh, but other than that, oh, I'm sorry, somebody trying to call me. <laughs> no problem. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can. Okay. So, but other than that, that was that was the main thing that we wanted to do. You know what I mean? Wow. Mm-hmm. Love that. Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see the artists, but they don't see the teams behind them. And I'll be honest, the teams never get the love no. they deserve. But on our right. show, they get love because we respect the teams from the PR people, producers and all that. So, so important. Yeah. So important. So if you want right, to right. take a few moments just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Yeah, well, it's, um, man, the, um, well, well, my team is just, you know, they're great. I really don't have a team. I got Paula and I got my wife. Well, that's a team. You know what I mean? Like like I always say, people, I don't care if your team is one person or a team of 300, like Justin Bieber says he has. A team is a team. And then it starts with one, then two, then four, then eight, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You know, you know, Paula been showing me a lot as far as the business side of it. And, um, you know, because I was always a grinder and I was always the one man army. And, yeah. um, you know, so Paula showed me. Was that a hard transition for you to go from the one man army to trusting a team member like Paula? Yeah, it was. Um, it, no, it wasn't really hard. And you know what I mean? I had to be. I, the only thing I really wanted was was the trust. You know what I mean? I really wanted to trust. And, and I wanted her to trust me because, you know, because I work hard, man. And, um, you know, some things, some things may not happen the way that you want it to. You know what I mean? Some things will. And, um, you know, but you got to keep moving. You got to keep moving forward. And Paula, sh- and Paula showed me that. Paula mm-hmm. showed me, you know, if I got a question or anything like that, I, you know, I call Paula. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, um, and, you know, and I, I don't care what time it is. Hey, Paula, you know, this is what happened. This is what's going on. What do you think? And I, I always get her opinion on something. Now you finally got two somebody's, your wife and Paula. Ah, right. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and my wife is always there for me. You know what I mean? She's my rock. She's, she's my soldier. And, um, you know, she's always been positive and, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, following me towards, you know, towards anything that I've do, anything that I've done. Yeah. And, um, you know, so that, you know, and I love her to death for that. It's, uh, you know, because it's, it's not easy. You know what I mean? It's not easy. And that's why I tell people, I tell artists, listen, if you do this, if you got a girl, you got a fiance, you got a wife, make sure that she that she supports you because this is it's not going to be easy. This is it's almost tough. impossible if they don't. I mean, exactly. I'm not, say, I'm not saying it is impossible, but I've seen but very few people can make it without a supportive wife. Exactly. You know what I mean, and you you would not make it without us without your wife's support. Trust me, it's going to be a lot of friction, a lot of going, a lot of back and forth. It's going to be tough. You know what I mean? It's definitely mm-hmm. going to be tough. So, it's um, you know, it's that's why you that's why your wife had to support. You know what I mean? I, I don't like she not fifty percent, not sixty percent, but a hundred percent. She's going to need to support a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Because if not. There's going to be a lot of back and forth. You're not going to get. Yeah, that's done. kind of why we're here because of her. Because I'm all through our marriage. Um, she's like, no matter what I said, let's try. She's like, let's do it. We try. We do that. We've probably failed at over a hundred different business ideas, but here we are. But I finally came to the conclusion that I knew she was loved country music so much all her life. Oh, she yeah. always wanted in the music industry in some way, and right. so all of a sudden, it's like you know what? We've followed my passion all these years. Let's follow yours a little bit. Let's find a way into the music industry. And that's when New Country Buzz originally 
started back in 2014-15 back then, and then it grew. We had to shut it down. Then three years later, we relaunched, and then we ended up doing the show in 2000. You know, we made the decision to do the show in 2019 yes. and to start in 2020, and here we are again because of the love of a wife that always followed me, and I wanted to follow this passion of hers, and now right. because of that. Because my passion always has always been speaking, one day be a motivational speaker. And so here it is. We found a way that we can live her passion with entertainment. Yeah, my passion was speaking them. all under one umbrella with our show. Wow. And that's always and that's always a good thing. You know what I mean? It's always a good thing to have to have that, to have something like that, because it's because people a lot of people don't understand that it's man, it's it's tough. It's tough. Like it just, you know, for one thing, it's tough. You know what I mean? It's tough. And, and, to, and to, to not have your wife support you or not, not, not see eye to eye. You know what I mean? It's You would be like, you know what? Well, okay, then what? Because what, what you going to do after that? You want to say, okay, I'm not going to do it. Even though you be, you how, you wholeheartedly believe that you can make this happen, but your wife is like, no, no, just let's, you know, let's, you know, let's get a job, let's, you know, or whatever. But, you know, so that's why it's very important to have that support. I think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, Cause like I I said on Facebook earlier um, that taking risks may cost you, but not taking risks will cost you everything. Absolutely. You're absolutely right about that. You got to take risks. I mean, (laughs) who wants to, again, you know, I remember watching Steve Harvey the other day on video on one of the YouTube ones. And I remember Mm -hmm. him, I'll never forget this because he he was talking about, he says, look, if you want to live the average 50, 60, $70,000 a year job, nine to five thing. He says, that is great. He says, I never wanted that. (laughs) He he says, I wanted to live that large life. And, and he said, he said, and he talked about how you have to give, and he said, to live that kind of life, you have to give everything is, he says, there are going to be moments where you feel like you're going to die. There's going to be moments where you feel like giving up. There's going to be moments where you just feel like, is it ever going to happen? But you've got to keep going forward. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's some, um, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't, you know, I never wanted to, I'm like Steve, I never wanted to live, I wanted to live a much larger life. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why I was t- taking the risk that I was taking. That, that's why I was working as hard as I was working. I was sacrificing a lot. And, um, you know, so, you know, and, 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 you know, and right now it just started to pay off. So that's, so that's wow. great. Love, love, you know what I mean? Love that. It just started to pay off, so I'm very, I'm very excited about that. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, yeah. you know, so, and um, you know, and I gotta say, Paula helped make that happen. So, wow. you know, so kudos to Paula. It's um, you know, she, you know, my headache, but I love her. I love her to death. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta love that. Yeah. Whether yeah. she's watching live or she watches later, she, she's gonna laugh. At oh, that. She, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, she's she's definitely watching. She texts me. <laughs> That's funny. Hi, Paula. Hi, Paula. <laughs> now, speaking of teams, as you oh, you know, yes. we've got a third co-host, our nine-year-old, that we bring on to ask a couple questions to each guest. So Sandy's going to go get him. I will get him. Okay. And, and we've got a two-year-old daughter that when she gets older, she don't know it yet, but she's going to be plugged into the show, too, because we are a family affair show. Gotcha. <laughs> In fact, we're so much a family affair show, we created the name Family Affair Media to wrap around our whole idea. Wow. That's good. That's nice. That's nice. You know what I mean? I think I think what you guys got going on is very good. I love it. I love it. It's um it's you know, really family oriented. 
Yeah, we try to keep it family. We try to keep it simple. Where see, I mean, I'm in a t-shirt type thing. I mean, I I'm (laughs) gonna do my show relaxed. If I gotta be all stuffy, that's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, big guy, how you doing? Going good. Hi, native. So, what's your favorite food? Uh, What's my favorite food? Yes. Oh man, I got to, you know, I, I shouldn't be telling you this. It's, <laughs> it's fried French fries. Mm. Yeah. I love, I, I'm a French fry guy. I love French fries. <laughs> <laughs> <Right? laughs> Mine is pizza. Yes, pizza. Yes. Oh, okay. That, you know what? That's my that's my second favorite food. Mm. I got to say that. Yep. That's my second. <laughs> it could eat it all day long too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I probably could too if 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 I didn't know any better. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, next. Okay, so uh what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show? Man, that's easy. Uh, okay, I got it. I know I said that's easy, but <laughs> I, um well my actually my favorite TV show is uh I got. I gotta say, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Hey, that show yes. used to come on my nigga August sixteenth. Oh, oh, he cut off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, but yeah, my favorite TV show is The Last Airbender. That's that's All what right. is my favorite. Yes, I do. And what's your favorite? <laughs> SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Oh, okay. <laughs> my, son, you know yeah, my kids love SpongeBob. And yeah, what's been really? cool about our show is because he he watches a lot of Nickelodeon shows, so we've been able to bring quite a bit of people from Nickelodeon on our show. Wow, that's 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 awesome. So he gets to talk to hit the people he lo- <laughs> loves, and I'm sitting there thinking, well, why did they have this when I was little? You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's Bye, nice. <laughs> All, right. All right, take it easy, big guy. Will. <laughs> and he is a big guy. He's, yeah. uh, and, and in fact, we just learned he's nine years old, and yes. and the doctor just t- said that he's a he's in the beginning stages of puberty already. Wow! Yes, early, <laughs> and they, and they project that he's going to be anywhere from five nine to six foot. Or over six. Foot and, and then I'm only six. five foot seven, and I'm sitting there I'm like. Five, five, <laughs> Man. He's gonna be a big guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah. He, he'll be yeah, a big we, guy there. We're in for it. <laughs> yeah, you de- you definitely in for it. <laughs> <laughs> so so, but um, uh, but other than that, yeah, it's uh, this is great. I love it, man. I, I really I really appreciate you guys having me on. You know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. it's something. It's it's a great platform that you guys got going on. Is um. You know, it, it gives it gives people like myself, you know, a chance to you know to explain their story and to let them know what's going on and you know things like that. So it it's it's been great. It's been great. We definitely appreciate oh, that. Danny's got a couple questions for you, real quick. Yes. All right. So, who inspires you the most? I gotta say, uh, you know, I, I gotta say my older brother. It's um, oh, wow. you know, my older brother. Awesome. He, he's bit. You know, he he's been my inspiration through you know throughout life. Um, you know, not just because of football, but because of everything else that he's been through, and you know, something that I could relate to. And um, you know, so it hasn't been you know, so it's been good. You know what I mean? It's been good. Awesome. It's not been you know. So I got to say, my brother. Oh, wow. oh, great answer! Right, and what would you like your legacy to be? What would you like to be ultimately known for? 
uh, just, you know, just I would like to be known for just, you know, that person that was always kind hearted and helpful, you know, helpful to others, um, who's all, who's always there, you know, no matter what, no matter what happened, who's always there, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah. you know, so that's what, you know, that's what, that's why I wanted my legacy to be. Love that. So as we come to a close here, let's say you've got a friend of yours and you heard him or her singing. They've got something special. As Simon Cowell would say, they have that it factor. <laughs> um, but let's say that they've played maybe 40, 50 shows. They're still getting their feet wet on the performance side, but they know that this is their calling. They know that this is what they're supposed to do. And they come to you and they say that I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to kind of help guide them the next few years? You know, but I, I just tell them, you know, I tell them don't give up. You know what I mean? I tell them don't give up because a lot of people give up and they give up too quickly. You know, mm -hmm. they think that it's supposed to happen overnight. <laughs> and um I wish you know what yeah. I mean and uh, because you know trust me it took me it took me 8 years and uh you know so it was nothing nothing happens overnight it's um it's a grind and it's a and it's going to you're going to and you're going to struggle you're definitely going to struggle i don't care if you have you're going to have lean years you're going to have you know lean years a thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars you're going to struggle because it's going to be bumps in the road that you that you're right. not going to know then you know how to overcome until you get some help. So, you know, I would say don't give up. Never give up. Keep going, you know, keep knocking on those doors and don't listen to anybody. See, a lot of people put they they put their fears on you because they mm -hmm. feel as though uh -huh. it's impossible. You would tell them something that's impossible hey, for them. Exactly. You know, that it, it'd be impossible for them, but you looking at it like, why are you saying this? You know what I mean? Because they putting their fears on you. So I say, you just keep going. That's what I would say. Keep going. Don't listen to nobody. Listen to, you know, listen to your gut, listen to your heart. And, and I think you will be all right. And, you know, we, we've had people do that too. They, you know, mm -hmm. people down the show and said it would never work. And, oh, and, yes, and it. here it is. We've got, it's been, <laughs> it's been, we've got almost 400 interviews. So something's working. And, and, you know, sometimes people can look at the show and they think we have all this fun, but they don't see the, the stuff we have to do. And we do have fun during the show. Oh, we do. Yes, but we outside the show, it's like nothing but grind Crazy and enough, trying to yeah. get all this to balance out. And you get, we've got, family of two and all right, that with two, two kids and homeschool and, and all that. So you're trying to yeah. balance all this. And we have a side it, job in the evening to, to keep us afloat while we do all this. And then right, right. people look at the show and they're like, oh, wow, they've done all this in just 15 months. And we're pulling this together, this show. And I'm, and I'm like, no, this show actually started in 2014 when we started the connections back then within right. the music world. And right. we just built, built, built. The show only, the show's only 15 months old. Right. But us being involved in music in some way has been years. Yeah. Right. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. And you and you you look at that and you take that and say, look what we've done. You know, mm -hmm. and, and I'm sorry. I say look at look at the doubters, everything. Right. Say, you know what? Whatever. You doubted us. You didn't want to help. You didn't want to support. It's it's mm -hmm. fine, you know, but but that's how I am. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. strong minded and I'm strong willed. And uh, I don't that's what I would that that's how that's my attitude. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it makes you it, it gets you up it makes you not upset but disappointed at those yeah. Yeah. that that you would think would support you heavily, but they don't even believe in it. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. So, so I've been through that. So I've been through that. 
and you know, it don't matter who you are, you know this, that if you're going to do something that's out of the ordinary, mm-hmm. you're going to have people that just don't understand. They don't see the vision, like you said earlier. They because that that's not the route they're on. They're on that nine to five. And nothing wrong with the nine. Right, it's if, just a different if path. people want the nine to five, they want to be that nurse or that doctor. That's great. Right. Go for right. it. You know, yeah, but don't knock people that's doing something a little different that you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. And that's what I say. And I mean, <laughs> I, and I don't like those that, that do doubt if they don't understand it. They just completely ride you off. You know what I mean? Yep. They and, and, you know, one day when we have an Emmy, we can hold the Emmy up and say, this is for our doubters. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> 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 absolutely so absolutely but i, I think is i think you guys are going to do great trust me you know what i mean thank you. You know, oh, thank i think you. you're going to do great and um you know and i and i, and I really and i really appreciate everything you know yeah. me bring, you know bringing me on to the show I, I love the show so you know what i mean we and, appreciate uh, that we definitely appreciate your support and we won't take yes. up much more of your time so if you want to tell everybody how they can reach out to you please do oh, oh man you can reach me on all social media platforms as you know at native wells you can reach me on you know instagram at official underscore native wells and um you know keep looking out you can go to my website www.nativewells.com you know, uh, remember we, you know, we put, you know, we got red ties. The series is coming, so we, you know, we in pre-production for that. You know, um, Paul is the producer, so we, you know, we're getting everything going. We're getting everything going. Awesome, love that. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today, and we look forward to having you back. We do. Um, once Red Tie gets done shooting, I'm definitely, gonna, I definitely want to come back. Sounds, great, sounds great. Yes, <laughs> look forward to it. All right, thank you. I 